0: What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to Book Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday. What are you ready for, Geraldine? The fan bam.
1: Mine's my dad. Aww, Relatable. We yeah. had Father's Day.
0: It was very nice. It was beautiful. Ten out of ten grateful. But, yeah. But, so, I'm... No, I'm just... Oh. No, like, I'm... I've been saying, like, I think I even said it to you the other day. Like, oh, a million dollars would be nice. Like, I, I keep saying, like, oh, if I hit the lotto and everything. And I realize that in so many ways I did hit the lotto because I have a Aww, fucking amazing that's family. wholesome. But I really do believe it, you know? And it's like, you know, I believe we get what we deserve. And it's like, okay, sure. I mean, I would like money, but I have a fabulous family. And I would take that over money any day because you can't buy that shit, you know? But it was just such a wonderful day. Alyssa and Zane hosted and it it was just perfectly wonderful yeah it worked out because we've been having some shit weather and it was the perfect day perfect it was gorgeous and i I know we'll talk about it but but that's what i'm grateful for i'm grateful for the the fam talk about what yesterday oh what do you want to talk about well it was just father's day you know wait but what are you grateful oh you said you're grateful for your dad yeah Okay. Yeah, it was a nice time. It was and some pancakes. Alyssa made bomb ass fucking pancakes, guys. Yeah, fucking a from chocolate a Costco bag, chocolate chips. Oh, I did do that. Yeah, blueberry fucking mm-hmm. yum scrumptious. Yeah, they turned out really good.
1: I've been so excited. I don't. I'm not really a pancake gal, honestly. I wouldn't order them at a restaurant. I don't ever make them at home. But just making them on the Blackstone just always sounded so fun to me. <laughs> so and they were I was delicious too. And I was like, it's perfect thing for like a lot of people, you know. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Just mix up the mix and. Put them on the griddle. Bailey's downstairs. Hold on.
0: Aw. Yeah, no, they were delicious. And she made, um, they made bacon and, 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 um, eggs. It was just beautiful, you guys. It was so nice. The weather was perfect. The food was scrumptious. And the company was the best.
1: 10 out of 10.
0: Good food and better company. Love it. You know?
1: Um, in other news, Zayn and I finished a show yesterday, and we loved it. And we had them all watch an episode yesterday.
0: Did y'all watch any more? No, no, because I oh. had to edit, and it oh, just okay. it just got crazy. And I know me, that will be like a day that's rainy or shitty, and we have nothing to do, and we could just because they're so quick, sit there and watch yeah, two, three at a the time. Them. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, maybe not only eight. All of them. I mean, he already watched one, but um, yeah, okay. So go ahead. In other news, yeah,
1: it's called Jury Duty. It's on Amazon Prime. It's so funny. But I get like some people probably wouldn't find it funny, but it's just like a very dry humor. And Zane was saying it's actually really similar to The Office, which I was never really into. But I feel like maybe now you have to watch I, The Office. Yeah, I feel like maybe now I would actually be into it because I just love that like stupid dry humor. I think it's so funny. The Office is a little overwhelming because I feel like there's a lot of seasons and episodes. But I would get into it just for funsies, just to have a laugh. Because why not? Um, but yeah, we finished it last night. It's basically about a jury case, but. Everyone involved is an actor. It's a fake case, except for one person. So it's basically like and Kutcher punked on a whole nother level. And it's so funny because it's twenty 25-minute episodes. But as you're watching it, you're like, oh, my God, I can't wait to get to the last episode. Because you just want to see his reaction when they actually reveal to him that it's all been completely fake. And it's so cool because then they'll dive into how they set certain things up. And, you know, he'll be like, wait, how did you do that? Wait. How? And the whole last episode is... Them, like, showing Explan- him. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. They also have, which I started to fall asleep by that time, but they also have all the episodes with commentary from, like, the cast and the directors and stuff. Like, oh, oh yeah, that scene, da 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 You know how they used to do that with movies on yes. DVDs?
0: Yeah, yeah. I was
1: telling Xandrum like, at the end of the DVD, the movie would play again with the director's commentary on it. So that's pretty cool that they did that.
0: Wow, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm was cool. definitely excited to try. It's fun, You know, I mean, yeah. we loved the first episode. All three of us were like laughing. Like it was, it was nice. Yeah. We were just, the sun, you know, it was a lot of sun and everyone was getting sleepy and my head was pounding, but yeah, um, we thoroughly enjoyed it. I ended Love up going it. home, I took a shower and then, I don't know, just taking care of like the normal fucking dogs, cats, all that shit. And um ever started watching I was telling you Maverick is it a movie yeah it's um, like Top Gun but like the part um, two thing um, and um, I was like alright let me but- edit the podcast so I'm sitting with my my AirPods there you go <gasps> I was sitting there with my AirPods. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to pay attention. And I just, little by little, I kept paying more and more attention. Uh-huh. Like, I wasn't even hearing it because I was hearing us. We're fucking hilarious. That episode, hilarious. <laughs> I kept cackling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was just, uh, and then I just found myself paying attention to the movie. And I'm like, shit, I'm not hearing what we're saying. And if I need to edit anything. Mm-hmm. So then I was, like, getting distracted. It was just a hot mess. It's but. like when
1: we watch our, like, love reality TV
0: shows and the men are, like, that's like what you did. You're like yeah, I don't exactly. want to watch that. And then yeah, you're like, I'm like no, because no. he was like, let's find a good movie to watch. He was like, do you want to watch this? And I'm like, no, no maybe not, not, no. He's like, all right. I'm like, no, but you watch it. You know, like and watch it. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's like what they do with like Love Is Blind and Married At yeah. First Sight. They're like, like yeah,
1: they yeah. yeah. It. I know. I cannot
0: wait for the next fucking season of. um Love is Blind. Love is Blind. So and he good. also, well, he got into it in the beginning, but it got annoying because we had to wait for the episodes of Married at First Sight. Yeah. Um, it's better when you could binge them all. Exactly. Yeah. But he loved them. Yeah. He would, like, come home from work and be like, can we watch can we the watch? next yeah. one? <laughs> Damn. But Love didn't is Blind say, is a cool concept. Is there any more coming out?
1: What did you say no, yesterday I'm is coming out? No, I'm watching Love Island. Oh. Yeah. You
0: watched one season
1: of that, right? I yeah, yeah, yeah. did, yeah. Yeah. That Now there's a new season of UK. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's, like, going on right now. So they release, S- but they film it every day. Okay. So I can't even keep up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, you're never going to feel like, oh, I have to wait. Unless you watch it every single day, I guess, and right. then you're, like, waiting I- for the
0: next episode. But
1: okay. I don't know how often they put them on Hulu, but I know it airs every single day, but in the UK. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. I ha- I have a lot to catch up on. Reading yeah <laughs> gotta read your bitch gotta read and um uh,
1: i think I, once you just read the first few pages then you'll realize and then you'll
0: make time for it yeah i'm just instead of doing something else fucking issues with my eyes yeah. and um yeah so i it, after this week because this is like crunch time for Aaliyah, like graduation prom like all that stuff today we're going to pick up her dress so i think like my mind is so preoccupied with everything going right for her you're like you i can't know? do anything else uh, yeah like she yeah. still hasn't decorated her fucking cap talk about okay. procrastinator. It happen. but i have to make sure she makes it happen because if she don't get to do it or she forgets about it she'll be so disappointed and i don't want that for her on her graduation you know what i'm saying mm. so i gotta be on top of her but I mean, I also just need to let her fail every now and then, so she learns to stay yeah, on like top of her own self. But it'll be fine. But um, yeah, so there's just a lot going on this week. But next week, I'm going to start. Like, I'm going to be able to go. Okay, mm. make your doctor appointments. You know, fucking start reading again. Do something for you. You know, it'll mm. it'll all it'll all un, unwind.
1: Unwind, yes. Thank yeah, thank. I thankfully. have so many books for you.
0: I w- when I went to yeah, her mom's house Saturday. Yeah, she was out she's back reading. reading. She's I like, know, did Finally. You- and she had her little stand too. Yes. She's like, wait, did you read this one yet? And I'm like, No, unfortunately, I haven't read shit yet. And she's like, Oh.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I was like, okay. Uh-huh. But good that she's reading. I haven't I- given her verity yet, but she's reading It Ends With Us. And is she loving it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
1: And I told her, I'm like, you have to just get a book that you'll that is actually like Good, Like, you'll really enjoy it. And this one, I find that she's reading more often. Like, she'll send me nice. her little picture. She's like, look, I'm reading. I'm like, see, you're enjoying the book. So you want to pick it back right, up. Right,
0: right. It shouldn't be a chore. If it's a chore, then it's not the book for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you the know? book I'm
1: reading right now was very hyped up. It's called Heartbones by Colin Hoover. And I'm on, like, the last, like, less than 100 pages. And I'm not finding myself, like, I usually am, like, addicted and, like, wanting to, like, finish it and, like, read a few pages here and there. I'm kind of like, eh. And I'm kind of disappointed because I feel like I was so hyped up, but sometimes my opinion changes when I read those last 50 pages, mm. because if it all comes or together, the twist
0: and, or the plot or uh, everything like, work, yeah, and it,
1: yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like the plot of heart bones isn't like super exciting to me.
0: bone or heart bones, m- heart bones. Okay. Yeah.
1: And it's cute because her titles always like tie into something cute in the book. But I loved the one I read before. It was called Without Merit. I think you should read that one. It's about this family um, that moves into their neighbor's church and turns it into a house. But the dad is an atheist. And like all the children have like their own individual like things, like problems basically. Like, so it kind of dives into all of their like things. And um, like the mother, like they're divorced, but the mother still lives in the basement. And, like, the stepmom is there. And then, like, they're just, like, so many weird things happen. And it's just a great book. Like, she has a twin sister. And then, like, sometimes they get mixed up. Like, it's just a funny, like, cool, interesting, different book. Okay. And I love all the shit that they dive into. That's That was a really, really good one. And I haven't heard a lot about that. I feel like it's an underrated Colleen Hoover book without merit. Highly recommend It became one of my top five for sure. Wow. It was just so interesting. Like it was just
0: (laughs) funny. And it's are all her other books very similar in context and this one was different than what she normally writes? Or Uh, is she kind of all over like
1: They all have like their own obviously like plot. Mm -hmm. But um this one was just very different
0: yeah maybe that's why it didn't get the hype maybe people that love her just want like the typical love story story. with a little bit of like drama drama yeah yeah so maybe this is like it's a whole family thing it's completely different maybe they're like "Eh,
1: yeah i could do without it yeah like it starts Uh. out with like the twin sisters getting mixed up with the boyfriend
0: Oh yeah, it's just spicy. It's just, yeah,
1: and then she runs into like her stepmom's. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, I guess, but definitely recommend. I really, really liked that one. That was one of my favorites. But also, Ugly Love by Colin Hoover was another hyped up one, which I thought was a good book, but it wasn't my favorite. So it's just interesting how everyone can have different perspectives. Different, yeah, I so totally like am set on like watching and reading things for yourself.
0: Absolutely, shows, movies, mm-hmm.
1: whatever it is, because I think. Obviously, we're human. We all have completely different perspectives.
0: Right. Or 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 bonds with people that... Like, I can trust that anything Zane recommends me to watch will be good. Because we have, have very similar... Taste. Yeah, so it's like if you find somebody that you bond with, like, over the similar taste in books, you know? Yeah, because like, I would just, know
1: what to recommend you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So it's, like, good like that.
1: Yeah, like, I know what books that you would actually enjoy. Hi, Bailey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um...
1: What did I get on that for? Oh, that she was reading? I don't remember how we got there. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I'm trying to finish Heart Moon's right now. Oh, that's what you were saying. I'm like slowly getting through the end. Yeah. I'm going to finish it, though, by like today, tomorrow, because I want to just move on to the next. Hi, Mugs. You're so cute. So cute. Also, funny story, speaking of um, Father's Day stuff, um, because it goes with our episode Stupid Shit I Do in a Rush. Someone actually DM'd it to me. I saw it when I put it up on Instagram. I went to the dollar store to get wrapping paper for my dad's gift. And I saw a roll and it was like black. And I was like, oh, that'll be nice, like masculine. I'll put like bows on it and stuff. I take it home, you guys, and I unravel it. And it was a fucking dinosaur poster. <laughs> <laughs> like and i looked at the package i was like what i looked at the package it literally was like dinosaur poster 10 by whatever (laughs) like with a picture of it on there but it was sitting in the bin with all the wrapping paper right i just didn't think twice about it and honestly i couldn't find another one because his gift was like big we got him a walking pad like treadmill so i was like what if i get two rolls and i was like i can't find another black one i was like it's fine i'll just wrap the front of it that's why I couldn't find another one, because it was one dinosaur poster <laughs> mismatched, and it wasn't supposed to be there. Stupid shit I do in a rush. So dumb. So I ended up using scraps of paper that I had.
0: <laughs> just so like little, stupid. Um, just like little uh, cover up, like the words yes. of the pictures and yeah, stuff like, like that. Yeah. yeah. It was cute I was like,
1: don't read anything on the box. I tried to cover it up.
0: It was very cute. Yeah. Very, very cutely done yeah, with like, what you had to do. Great wrapping
1: list, I'm like, Thank
0: yeah that's that so cute i bumped my nose i did mike to the nose anything else um anything else i have a doctor's
1: appointment today i feel like i have a bruise under my eye and i'm freaking myself out it just the one or both this one's worse but this one still has it if i rub my eyes which that could be a cause i'm gonna tell the doctor all the things that could be a cause i had my lasik march 31st i've had dry eyes with you know, allergies, so I've been rubbing my eyes a lot. I could have literally just, like, maybe caused myself to bruise. I don't fucking know. And then also I've been using eye drops that you have to cap that you're supposed to use within 24 hours, but, like, there's a cap on it. So how is bacteria getting in there? I don't know, but could that have given me an infection? I don't know. Could be a piece of cat hair in there. Huh. Am she eating my hair? I felt like she was just chomping on my hair. <laughs> Anyways, yes, yeah, so I'm going to the doctor for that.
0: She's so fucking cute.
1: We're distracted by Beely.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. She's just so damn cute. Yeah. Alyssa Alyssa doctoring it up.
1: No, because I started going to the doctor and everything's happening now. Why am I falling
0: apart all of a sudden? It's like once you hit 25. After you hit 25, you just... No, it's because I started going to the doctor, I swear. (laughs) So if I never went to the first one, I would
1: never have been to anyone all, after. All this shit is happening to me all of a sudden. I got the cyst. I have freaking bruising under my eye. Oh, how is your cyst? <laughs>
0: it's, a, it's,
1: just a, it's almost gone. I got to do the heat compress. I've been not so good about that. But I finished all my antibiotics,
0: and it's much, 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 much smaller. Okay, beautiful. But now I have to do the hot compress. And are you following? Like, do you have to follow up? Like, does you have a follow up for her to check it out and shit again? I don't again, think so, or? but I can talk to her about it today. Okay. I'm
1: sure she'll ask about it. Okay,
0: awesome. Yeah, that's it. Okay,
1: that's it then. All right, we're going to do some advice emails. Word. Oh, gee. It's been a minute, I feel like, so. Okay. Let's hop into it. This one's called Stuck.
0: Hear you, man.
1: Hi. You're the only podcast I actually listen to. Oh, my God, honored. Thank 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 you. you. Let's get into it. I feel stuck. I'm 26 and still live at home. I left the job that would have made me a lot of money and used my degree, but I hated the eight to five life. I broke up with my emotionally cheating boyfriend of seven years, but we still talk from time to time since we've known each other since we were in elementary school. I started my dream job as a pilot. Money isn't an issue, but the reason I haven't moved out yet is because I have so many options of where I want to live, so it makes it hard for me to choose where to actually move my stuff and live. I feel stuck And I feel like others at this age have a long-term boyfriend about to get engaged, have a home and have their stuff figured out. I had eating issues and I felt the need to control something when I was at my 8-to-5 job that I hated. Huh? I had eating issues as I felt the need to control something when I was at my 8-to-5 job. Yeah, so when she either. was in her
0: job that she hated, she felt like like she had eating issues because she felt the need to control something. Like, I guess the job wasn't doing it for her. So she, like, took on, like, I don't know, like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't even know what I'm saying. No.
1: <laughs> we'll get there. Maybe it's always happens and then we read the next sentence and, and <laughs> it all it comes helps. together. Um, I feel other girls this age have everything figured out, like how to care for their body with food, hair, skin, how to do makeup, all that basic stuff. I don't love I don't also don't love societal norms such as having designer clothes or a picture perfect life on Instagram. But sometimes I wish I was into societal stuff. Please help give advice on what I should do. Thank you. Pick of me is attached. Also indecisive if I should go darker or blonder with my hair. She also put, oops, forgot to include. My boyfriend and I have been broken up for two years. I haven't dated anyone as I'm trying to get my shit together first, like where to move and bettering my eating and self and mental state to try to trust someone as well. I should date just to get it out there. It's like with all the things I'm asking advice on, I know what to do and my full potential, but the hardest part is pulling the trigger thanks love
0: you bye. bye that is always the hardest part just start look at you you're fucking fabulous yeah you need uh balance is what you're
1: missing in your life it sounds like
0: wait can i just tell you something i, I just want to say something is that look, london looking at this picture i look at you and go wow that's a person who has a shit together like i would look at this picture and go wow she's a pilot she's living the greatest life so it's it's crazy that you're writing going you know writing and going wow like i'm stuck kind of thing like what the hell am i doing and to me it looks like in this picture like you got your shit together and you're like boss bitch so people can always just smile for a picture no she just looks like she got her shit together <laughs> you just do and i like your hair the way it is
1: yeah i like your hair too um i think you were almost thinking in an extremist mindset In my opinion, I feel like you're like, I need to be really, really one way. When you don't, you can find balance. If you're like, hey, I don't really, I'm not really into like all the designer stuff and Instagram and stuff, but I kind of want to be. So like post shit on Instagram that you want to post. You don't have to be like this perfect person on Instagram. But hey, if you like a picture, fucking post it. Mm -hmm. If you are like. Oh, you know, I really like that purse, but I'm not into designer things, so I can't. It's like, if you like the purse, get the purse. And if you don't know how to do makeup, but you, wanna, you want to enjoy some of that stuff, watch a YouTube video and have fun with it. And have fun with doing your makeup. You don't have to do it every day. Like, I think you need to find balance of enjoying the things that you're like, oh, I wish I was kind of into that stuff. But you don't have to be so into it. Yeah. Like do it in ways that will bring you joy.
0: Yeah. Try out the things that you're saying. Like, like I'm not really into that, but maybe like try it out because maybe, maybe if you do your makeup, you'll be like, Oh shit, I actually really love this. Or maybe you'll be like, Oh, I fucking hate this. Never doing it again. But try it out. Mm -hmm. Like in life, try everything, you know, like don't say no, like literally try everything. And Keep what fits for you, what fits for you, not what fits for societal norms, like what you're saying, because then you're living for everybody else and not for yourself. And that's like it's hard because it is everywhere. Right. Like it's in our face wherever we go, whether whatever. So I think it's hard to want to fit in. Like, it's hard because you want to fit in with the societal norms because you think that's what it is, you Mm -hmm. know. But I I hear you and I feel you. And listen, I envy you. I mean, a pilot. Like, she literally had a degree. She was in her her career and was like, nah, fuck this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to go be a pilot. So to me, you already pulled the biggest trigger. I mean, that was a huge life-changing event that you did. I think all this is just all little little things that you just try and if you like stick with it as far as where to move I think you are blessed beyond blessed the fact that money isn't an issue and that you literally travel the world flying so I think just do that you know what I'm saying like decide when you're going and you're traveling to these places like where you feel fit you know and it doesn't have to be permanent you know like you can, you can live. Like she said, is this London? Say you're in London, you can go live in London for a year, sign a year lease, and then go fucking live in, I don't know, California. You you can go around the world, literally, and just try mm-hmm. and find your find your home. You know. Mm-hmm. I think you're blessed to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, I think also like, like yeah, you're like, oh, I don't know where I want to live. But if I said to you right now, like, where does home feel? there's got to be like a place that pops into your head like oh i would love to live there there's got to be like something that pops into your head like what's the first place and then start trying there because mm-hmm. like jerry said you should try a bunch of places but there's got to be one in the forefront that you're like i want to live there you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah you could be like oh but maybe there but maybe there but there's something like at the front of your brain
0: yeah, you know, possibly like, even like in the back. Deep, back, deep down. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. but like start there. Absolutely. Like the first one that pops into your I head. I agree. And as far as like feeling like other people your age like da 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 people at the age of 26, you said you are, are doing so many different things. <laughs> I was just talking about this with my neighbor. We're like it's weird in your mid-20s because some people are married. Some people are engaged. Some people still live at home. Some people are traveling the world. Some people are doing nothing. Some people are in college still. Some people are have children. Some people have a house. Some people are renting an apartment. People live in the city. People live in the suburbs. Like, There's no rhyme or reason to exactly. living in your 20s. This is like the years where everyone's doing different shit. Everybody
0: is. And so, I think it... It sort of continues that way, too, to an extent. I mean, sure, the older you get, the more kind of you fall back into that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this is like this is the time that you should be having the time of your life. Literally, you have, you know, no ties that bond you anywhere. So you literally can go and do anything and everything, you know, Mm -hmm. I think just venture off. I think. Live life as an adventure right now and just try different things out and whatever fits you, whatever you feel good with, keep as part of your life, you know? Yeah,
1: like, you know, the things that like make your heart flutter.
0: Yeah, like the idea of going to live abroad gets me always gets me so excited. And if it wasn't for my kids and my family and everybody being here. I would love to do that, you know? I would just, (laughs) I would hate to be away from everybody, you Mm. know? But the idea of being able to go live somewhere else, so exciting, Mm. so exciting, you know? And the fact that you can, you can go live in all these different wonderful places and find what fits. But like Liz said, I I agree with her that there's gotta be one place that just, you know, Mm -hmm. even if you were like, An eight-year-old little girl that was like, oh, man, one day I would love to, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, think about where that one place would be and just try it out.
1: Yeah. It's probably a place that you're like, eh, no, that's probably not possible.
0: Everything is possible. Go do it. Mm -hmm. Like, F it. Go
1: do it. And I think that you should get out on, go on some fun dates. Not that you have to find your soulmate forever, but it sounds like you're like, I should just date just to get out there. I agree. Seems like
0: you want to. So, like, do it. Yeah. Why not? So, do your makeup love it or hate it, yeah. go on a few dates, love them or hate them. You know what I mean? Post the damn do picture. It. You look great. Yeah, you do. So
1: you just got to find what's right for you. There's no right or wrong. You just have to
0: do what makes you happy. Good luck. Okay, help me. Hi, Alyssa and Jerry. I love you guys so much and the non-biased advice that you give. So let's get into it. Let's start at the beginning. My boyfriend and I started dating March, 2022. We met at work and we just not, just never stopped seeing each other after we hung out one weekend. But the job we were working at was one twenty in the morning to 11.50 in the morning. It was four days a week and a lot of the time six days, depending on the amount of workers we had. Eventually, it had taken a toll on both of us. So we quit and we were trying to find jobs we actually enjoyed. And for him, that took a little bit longer than either of us expected. He had bounced around a few jobs, so he was tight on money a lot, and I would help out. However, I was able to if it was needed because he has a four-year-old daughter whom I love and get along with very well. She's my mini best friend. But anyways, let's get to the juicy stuff. I would go to his house every weekend because we would be working opposite schedules, and that would be the only time that we'd see each other. But eventually, my parents got sick of me not being home, a.k.a. cleaning their entire house during me every wa- my every waking moment. Um, they'd say that I'm never home anymore, and I act different now that I have a boyfriend, and how it changed me. And they would only talk to me if they wanted to talk bad about my boyfriend. Well, that's kind of toxic, isn't it? Um, well, let me remind you guys that we've been dating well over a year and my parents haven't even met him yet. They don't want to meet someone who is a low life and can't take care of himself or anything else around him. And they just say a bunch of other degrading things. Eventually, I had enough and started looking for a place to move out to. It was obvious I wasn't wanted at my parent, parents' house anymore. They'd ignore me whenever I'd go out into the kitchen and try to talk to them during dinner time. Or sometimes not, just not even call me out to dinner. Or if they'd get takeout, they'd get my brother's food and not ask if I wanted anything. Which, cool, fine, whatever. I can get my own food. But that's never how it was growing up. They'd always ask everyone also, i like to mention I live with my stepmom and dad. I've always been treated like the maid, <clears throat> excuse me, Excuse me. and was always, was the only one out of four brothers who ever had to do chores or help cook dinner, go grocery shopping, but I did it because my stepmom has tons of health issues and isn't always feeling well, so I tried to help out, but it took a toll on me. I was always living for her, them and not for myself. So a few weeks ago, I applied for an, appointment, an apartment and I got accepted right away and was able to move in the next week. I told my parents before I applied just to give them a heads up because I thought it was the right thing to do. As you could probably guess, it was a huge deal and they told me they didn't support me and that this was just going to make our relationship worse. My stepmom was saying, you know, I have health issues that are killing me and you're making it worse. You don't know what I'm going through and you only care about yourself. She even walked out saying, I can't handle this. I have to leave with crocodile tears and hyperventilating. There were just no tears at all. Then I tried to go walk up, walk up to her after and she wouldn't look at me and just kept bringing up her health issues. She can't talk to me about anything apparently because I don't care. My dad said that she's going to live as long as the rest of us and not to stress I'm putting on her isn't. Oh, sorry. The stress I'm putting on her isn't helping and I need to do everything on my own. So I moved out. My boyfriend moved in with me and my best friend helped me get everything into my car and her Jeep and I moved into my very first apartment. I've been living here with my boyfriend for almost two weeks now and I haven't once felt excited or happy. I received one text the day after I moved in from my stepmom saying, hope everything is going good at your new home which was just a reply from a text I sent the previous day. Since then, I've texted a few times, only to, get, only to not get any message back in response. I guess the advice I need is, what do I do? I keep trying even though they don't answer. Sorry, do I keep trying even though they don't answer, or do I just let it be? I'm sorry if this is confusing and all over the place, but so is my brain right now. Okay, love you, bye. Um,
1: I would say it sounds like you did what you needed to do and I would continue doing what you did. That's all. You needed to move out. Your, your stepmom is trying to gaslight you because she's sick and so you can't go live your life. You have to stay by her side and you're stressing her out by moving out. I don't know how that even makes sense. Wouldn't it be more stressful to have more people in her house? And you're going to move out and be happy. So just do what you need to do. You reached out. You
0: tried. They didn't answer. Leave it be. I would leave it be, too. Also, you're saying that you haven't had, like, uh, any excitement or anything since you moved in. It's because all you're feeling is the stress of yeah, them gaslighting you, you yeah. know? So I think, do you enjoy you? It's you and your boyfriend. Focus on that. Don't worry about your your al- your your sick and stepmom who's mm-hmm. trying to make you feel bad. Just do you live your life for yourself right now. Mm-hmm. And that's it.
1: Mm-hmm. They just don't like that you went to his house every weekend, and they're
0: salty about it. I don't
1: know what. I mean, I can get
0: that a little bit. I feel salty a little bit when Ali is always at Aaron's house. You know, like I miss my daughter, so I get it. But I would never do this to her or treat her that way or guilt her into certain things. You know,
1: they don't like that he has a
0: kid. Probably, I don't know what it is. And 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 the job thing. He's been having difficulty finding a job ever since he quit. So as a parent uh, of a daughter, like I can understand their sense of like thinking he's not good for you, but also there comes a time where you got to, let your kid make their own decisions, and whether mm. it's a mistake or a lesson or uh, a forever person, like, you or have to... at least to, give him
1: a chance. Yeah, So they never even met him.
0: Yeah, oh, that's... And they're dating over a year, so never shame on them. met him, and
1: they're like, oh, he's a little life because of all this.
0: Yeah, shame so it's on like, them.
1: actually, his daughter is great. She's, like, one of my little best friends, and I love him, so maybe you should give him a damn chance. Yeah.
0: I think that, yeah, I think that your parents are trying to make you feel like shit, but I think you need to not... Allow it. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't reach out necessarily anymore. Um, I mean, don't, I wouldn't like block them and shit like that. I just wouldn't be a try hard for something that's not being reciprocated, you know? And I would just focus on being happy with you and your man in your new apartment. Congratulations on your first apartment, by the way. That's awesome. Word up.
1: Relationship advice. Hi, ladies. I've written into you a few times about my fiance and I. The last one I wrote to you guys was about a Xanax use and how I thought and how I thought it was getting out of hand. Well, flash forward to Sunday the 21st, he admitted that he had a problem and he wanted to go to rehab and detox. I wasn't surprised about it since I already knew, but I was happy he finally wanted the help. I dropped him off Monday morning around 11. And the next morning around the same time, he was signing himself out because, quote, they weren't helping. It was supposed to be five to seven days, but unfortunately, he let the addict in him win and forced himself out of the facility. Yesterday, the 25th, his mom and I couldn't find him at home, and we thought that he left, so we were calling and texting his phone. I checked his iPad and saw that he was buying Valium for his friend, from his friend. That's what the facility was trying to offer him, but he declined and decided it was better to buy them off the street and detox from Xanax on his own at home. It turns out it turns into a massive fight with him and her screaming in front of our children. They're six and and about to be four. He throws his ring at me because I looked at his iPad, tells me he doesn't want to be with someone like me. He tells me he doesn't want me here anymore and to not be at our house uh, when he gets back. He left on our boat to get away from the chaos. Well, since I know him better than that, I stay at the house and we still haven't talked about what happened that night. I'm writing to you guys as soon as as I woke up, so I'm sure there's parts that I'm missing. I don't know if I really need advice. I'm more so venting because I've been with this man for almost eight years. It's so mentally, physically, and emotionally exhausting. I don't know how much more of the addict side of him that I can handle. I know you guys will say I need to leave, and trust me, I'm almost positive that's what I have to do too, but I'm scared. Scared of him and his possible actions. Scared of what could happen to him. I know it's not my responsibility. And I'm scared because I don't really have anywhere to go. The last time we broke up, he ended up in jail after a big fight between me, him, and my mom, involving a gun. He didn't point it or anything. He just had it in his waistband. When I got to the driver's side door, his hand slipped and ended up backhanding me in the face. And he left with one of my kids. What the fuck? Wait, how does
0: his hand slip? What the
1: fuck? When the cops showed up, I still had a red mark on my cheek, so they arrested him for two counts of aggravated assault and a deadly weapon, battery, and child abuse without causing bodily harm. He never hurt my kids, but I think that that is because he took my oldest in the heat of the moment and wouldn't give him back. I don't know what the right thing is. I want to help him, and I want to be there for him, but he doesn't seem to want any of my help, or if I do help, it's in the wrong way to him. I told his mother that if he cannot do the steps necessary to maintain his sobriety and go to meetings and all that and dealing with drug abuse, Dealing with the drug addict living inside of my fiance is just not for me, and I can't mentally handle it, nor do me or my kids deserve it. I plan to sit down and talk with him today. I just need to figure out what to say. I don't really have anyone in my family that truly understands. I don't have a positive male figure in my life since since my father left when I was about 12, and I'm 28 now. And he's been dealing with addiction ever since. I lost my brother back in 2018 due to an overdose, so I feel like I'm drawn to people that suffer from addiction. And honestly, it's the worst thing to have to deal with. It's heartbreaking, and it's easy to say that I need to leave, but to actually do it is the most difficult thing I could ever do. I'm sorry if this doesn't make sense. I'm really not looking for advice. I guess I just needed to write everything down. But I'd love to hear your opinions. I know this is long as shit. Sorry for that.
0: Okay, okay love, love you, bye. bye. Girlfriend. I... Feel for her in a million different ways. I am a little concerned. No, I'm lying. I am, I am a lot of concerned The fact that you said his hand slipped and oh, happened, to, happened to um, backhand you. Face. <laughs> yeah, like his hand slipped and he backhanded me. It oops. was an accident. Like, oops, no, it wasn't. And well, I don't want to say that because I wasn't there. But the fact that the mark was still on your face when the cops arrived leads me to believe that it was a very intentional thing. And if it was intentional and you're like, "Oh, it was an accident. He didn't mean it." You're enabling him. Yep. And I I have personally in my life never dealt with the addiction. I have a family member who is thank God he is doing very well right now um but i wasn't in his face dealing with it you know i didn't see the damage it was doing i i'm aware of the damage it did i mean his his children's lives are forever changed because of his addiction and i have a friend also with the same he has a pill addiction and i see what she goes through and it's a vicious never ending cycle that i've watched my friend go through for 16 years now and she'll do the same thing she'll sign him in he'll sign himself out the next day i've heard that before that excuse of they're not doing anything for me i could do it on my own why he'll, is that allowed he'll unless you're married well i don't know what state she's in but in uh-huh. new york if th- my friend was le- legally married he wouldn't be able to sign himself he can't out check himself out that's like weird though it should just be like because he's a grown adult, so like if they, he wants if to they're check admitting himself themselves, out, they should be like that. You have to stay for five to seven days. It's unfortunately it's not. I mean, unless there it's was stupid. like um, like a court order that you have to right. go to rehab for a certain amount right. of time. It's it's you can check yourself out at any time, which mm-hmm. I think is very very sad because yeah, obviously they're going to want to check themselves out. It's yeah. Hard. It's hard. And and I feel it because I understand that it's the demons inside. Like, I understand that this is an addiction. It's a disease. Like, I understand that he's not wanting to do this. He's not wanting to ruin the lives around him. It's something that he can't get control of. Which is very sad, but it's also not your responsibility. And I, I'm not. I want to make it perfectly clear to everybody who's listening. I'm not saying you should turn your back on this man, but also you're sacrificing your your life, your happiness, your joy, your children's life. I mean, like you said, he didn't point the gun, but just that whole the situation with you the cops even,
1: even been in that situation. They're six
0: and four years old. They're going to yeah. understand. They're going to remember this. And that's not a good environment to raise your kids in. And like you said, like you tend to attract these type of people in your life. You don't want that for your children, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, I know you're not necessarily asking for advice. You're asking for opinions at this point. And my opinion is he needs to do for himself. You did. There, there comes a time where, You can't just hold his hands anymore, you know, or 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 give him ultimatums like you really need to go into rehab or you really need to do X, Y and Z, because if he if it was easy enough for him to do, he would have done it already. And and I think like you and the kids are paying the price of what he's doing, you know, the kid (laughs) that.
1: He ended up in jail because you guys had an argument. Like, think about this. You shouldn't put yourself or your children in that position. Yeah. So I would say sayonara until he can get himself together.
0: For the sake of the children. Yourself her, too. Yeah, no yourself too. But for the sake of the children, you, they need a to healthy me, relationship a to
1: raise the children.
0: Yeah. And like, you, as the parent of that child, the, these children, you you, you need to protect them. And I think that's reason enough to take your children and then like, let him get his shit together and then revisit it at a later date. Yeah, you need to protect all of you. And and maybe with court, you know, like I don't know if he can get a court ordered, like mandatory stay in a rehab cuz I really believe if 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 people would give themselves an opportunity, I really think, I mean I've seen it. I've s- yeah, they need the professional help. Yes. Because it's not just about, I mean, the substance. It's about the, men- the mental behind it. You, yeah, know? you like you can't there's get so access ma- to it. Yeah. So I feel like they can't help themselves. And I, I just feel like this is like, I feel like this is the exact situation that my girlfriend goes through on a daily basis. And I constantly say to her, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how she's able to keep living that life. And there's like a science behind it. Like, you can't just cold turkey. Right. Yeah. You have like, to. They
1: like. Actually, like, help you actually physically. Right, they give you one drug
0: to counteract. That's what he was trying to do himself.
1: And it's like you can't just do
0: what a professional does. Yeah, and buy it off the street, but you never know it was laced with anything, you know. And it's like no, but you need the therapy and you need everything else. And he checked out not even twenty four hours later. It's like it's not a quick fix. You deserve better. You've had this this disease for how many years? It's not going to get fixed overnight. He needs to give himself the opportunity to actually truly heal. You know, Mm. the fact
1: that you're scared of what he would do is scary enough where your kids get. What would your kids do without a mom? Like you need to protect yourself. That's like that's like serious things that I feel like you're almost downplaying a little bit like, oh, I know you'll just tell me to leave, but it's not that easy. And it's like you're getting put in like physical harm by like if you're scared of leaving someone of what they're
0: going to do, that's not that's. a bad sign. That's a like I need you need to leave like asap for this real. sign. You know you're scared of what he's gonna do. Like that's not good. And it's not easy either. And I understand that. Get professionals to help you. Absolutely. Get there's, like there's if you're shelters, scared, there's like, shelters. There's women's. You know, there's. there's I'm just so saying, many. like,
1: or like have a cop by your side, like, like when you go leave, so he doesn't like attack you or something.
0: Like literally, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like protect yourself. And you could also get a restraining order.
1: You can yeah. show
0: that arrest that he was arrested for yeah. child endangerment, yeah. the gu- the deadly weapon, all that stuff. You can file a restraining order and then let him not be able to come near you and the kids and let you and the kids start healing. And hopefully he'll get his shit together. Hopefully he'll allow himself to get the help he needs to try to help with this disease. I think staying is scarier yeah absolutely because you never know yeah you never know
1: yeah i would get out of that situation for sure that does not sound safe
0: oh good luck to you these
1: are kind of depressing
0: today be safe (laughs) well maybe this is a good one okay i need advice before fall a roommate issue oh it doesn't sound like it's gonna be a good one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, what's popping, ladies? I'm 19 years old, just finished my freshman year of college. Congratulations. I should start by saying that college has taught me that I'm very much an introvert and I don't really like making new friends. I went through freshman year with my two best friends and my boyfriend, and I loved it. Long story short, I bought a fixer-upper house at the beginning of the year, and my with my parents are no, sorry, and my parents are helping me renovate it. For Aww, my roommates. Cute. That's amazing, right? Good for them. Uh, my roommates are going to be my two best friends. Of course, that sounds perfect. And it would be if they still got along. The first semester was right. Uh, was Sorry, was great. We were just a small group of best friends who did everything together. But when the second semester came along, it all came crashing down. One of my friends, Emily, were going to pick up her other friend, Margaret, and when we picked Margaret up, she said hello, hugged me, and completely ignored Emily. Oh, God. Emily would try try the whole way back to the dorms to ask questions, start conversations, but only got short, dry answers in response. That is pretty much how the rest of our semester went. Ugh. I won't lie. I grew closer to Emily because while Margaret was still talking to me, she was also dorm roommate, my dorm roommate, so she had no choice. But she was making a lot of other friends. Good for her. No complaints here. The only complaint I have is that I found out there was sh- I found out she was. She was shit talking me behind my back to her other friends. Dude, girls suck. Girls are fucking fucking bitches. bitches. <laughs> For context, I was gone a lot. I worked two jobs, also spent time with my boyfriend. While I was gone, Margaret would hang out with some of her new friends. Good. And Emily would hang out. Um, sorry. Emily would hang out with some friends, but it was a small school, so eventually they all became one huge group. Emily would hear things Margaret would say and report back to me. The things were hurtful. She started rumors about my boyfriend and I. Not to mention she had a massive crunch, crush on my boyfriend. He's hot, I know. <laughs> uh, but she would also say some really hurtful things about my house that I was working on. My toxic trait is that I have no walls, so I really struggle with it or struggle with should I confront her. The other tricky part is that if I did confront her, she would know that Emily told me, which would then make things even more awkward with living in the house. She also has mentioned many times some of the things she wants to do to my house that go against my roles. Just disrespectful things, really. And I have told her no to those. She acts nice to my face and then shit talks to me behind my back. I finally, kinda, confronted her before she moved out for the summer. I basically told her that if she wants to live somewhere else, she can. But I am not, ex- I am not changing my roles I'm not trying to make her life miserable. I'm just the homeowner and I re- I expect respect for my house and my rules. They aren't even strict rules. Another factor to make is even more confusing is that I plan to get married in the next two years. My boyfriend and I have been in a serious relationship for a while and are moving closer to marriage. He's a year older than me, so he'll graduate first, but we both have worked hard to come out of college debt-free. I've mentioned... Uh, this to the both of them and Emily's been very, very understanding and said that she still wants to live here until we're married. Margaret on the other hand said that it's fine as long as she can live here after he moves in when we're married. Uh, one, she's slightly in love with him. <laughs> two, it's a small house and boyfriend and I want kids. Three, her major, requir- her major requires more school so she won't be done until a good two years after me. What do I do? I'm secretly hoping she chooses to live somewhere else. I know that sounds like an asshole move, but I'm tired of her talking behind my back. The fear of her not respecting my house and most of all the constant tension between my two best friends. If she lives here, I'm genu- genuinely afraid that I'm going to have a horrible year in my own house. But if I can't tell her, but if I tell her she can't live here, I feel like an absolute asshole. If I do tell her to move out, What do I even say? Help a a little old college girl with some college drama.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, First of all, complaining about what you're doing to your house is hysterical. (laughs) First of
0: all, point (laughs) blank. Second of all. What size
1: balls do people have? (laughs) Like, second of all, I wouldn't let her live with you at all.
0: Yeah. No, fuck that.
1: No, sorry. I don't want you living with me anymore. Go find somewhere else. What are you going to do? break into your house go dorm go find an apartment you no, don't and want to a roommate that,
0: anymore i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but, but the funny. fact that she keeps like 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 okay i just want to let you know that my boyfriend and i were going to get married in the next couple of years and then we want the house to ourselves like, she, i'm still gonna live there i'm still gonna live no, there no you're not like, bitch what like she has zero respect for you like zero Yeah, fuck she up. she talks shit about the renovations that you're doing on your house your house that as a freshman you bought i mean hello how many freshman college kids 18 19 year olds can say they bought a fucking house i mean kudos to you you need a better friend she doesn't seem like you're you're calling her your best friend you have two best friends that don't seem to get along she doesn't seem like a really good friend she shit talks to you she talks behind your back she's, she's not mean respecting. To your other friend yeah she's mean to your other friend she's not respecting your house rules you're afraid that she's gonna Uh, I, I, this should, I, hopefully you hearing this, I hope you go, oh, you know, this is a lot more simpler than it is, you know, and listen, if you say, listen, I really don't think it's a good idea that you live here, you know, like, I just don't want drama, this is my little house, my sanctuary, my safe spot i just think you need to find some place else to live and if she's like oh my god i can't believe you did that we're not friends anymore then good for you mm-hmm. she did you the favor yep because you don't just that's not a friend yeah you know a friend is somebody who's loving supporting like cheering you on not knocking you down not I mean, talking that. you behind your back and and doesn't want to follow your house rules and fucking is in love with her boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> come on that's asking for all sorts of problems goodbye yeah adios yeah i would say ciao for now mm, you, you're adorable
1: <laughs> like literally like be like yeah oh we're gonna get married so after that you know then you guys are gonna have to find somewhere else yeah oh, no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm stay, gonna stay. I, um no you're not then you're not moving in at all when i have a situation where i have to ke- like call fucking cops to get you out of my house no
0: goodbye. yeah
1: no you gonna squat in your house Did I read that one or you read that one? Oh, yeah. I did,
0: ma'am. Okay.
1: Relationship advice. Hi, listen, Jerry. I'm unsure on how to start this email, but I would appreciate both of your guys' help. I need relationship advice. My boyfriend and I have been together for five years, going to be six years come November. When we first got together in 2017, we were best friends. I was 17 and he was 18. After three months into our relationship, he moved six hours away. <gasps> Sorry, I have like hiccups. He was unsure if I wanted to pursue the relationship doing long distance, but I liked him and I thought that we vibed together right off of our first date, so I gave it a try. During our one and a half years, we ran into some dishonesty issues on my part, and I know that that is never okay. I feel like if I add a, a but, I'm making an excuse, and I'm really trying to work on that. To try and make it up, I did everything I could To earn his forgiveness and show him my loyalty lies with him and only him. A couple of months later, he decided to partake in infidelity. I know he did. I know what I did was wrong and he knows what he did was wrong. So he says, but I genuinely think he has never gotten over me hurting him when I have moved past him hurting me. During Thanksgiving 2022, I found out I was expecting. Today we're 33 weeks pregnant with baby boy and we could not be more ecstatic. But this is where I need advice. For the last month, he has been unsure if he wants to be with me. Says he loves me, but he can't stop thinking of the things that I've done to him. Like he says, he feels like a pushover or a chump because he has expected the things that I have accepted, the things that I've done. We Are currently living together and have been for the last seven months. I'm happy to be with him and can't wait to start a little family. But what should I do? Should I try fighting for our relationship before our baby is born? Or since he's clearly unhappy with me and tells me he doesn't know what he wants, stop fighting to be together and just go our separate ways and see what happens after I give birth? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I hope this gets read on the podcast. As I tackle the episodes, I've shared your podcast and YouTube channel with my two sisters, mom and grandma. Oh, grandma! LOL. Grandma! I love you, ladies, and wish you a long time of happiness <laughs> in both of your lives. I love you. That's hysterical. Grandma's listening to... Hi, grandma! Hi, grandma! Oh, my God. Hopefully, grandma knows what's happening. <laughs> Oh. oh my goodness,
0: girly girl. Okay, I listen, How how is he throwing in your face something that you did, which you didn't say what you did. Was it infidelity? Did you cheat on him? Was That's it what so- it sounds like.
1: She's, she's nervous to
0: say it out loud. Okay, but he also did the same exact thing to you, and you've forgiven him. And I'm not saying that he should get over it and forgive you. Well, that should but have been said if he couldn't exactly right but then he continued a relationship and now you guys are about to have a baby he should not if he could not get over the fact that you had whatever uh infidelities or whatever he should not have continued the relationship with you obviously you know yeah but that's in the past now and you guys whatever are expecting happened, to a baby. happened
1: maybe he thought he could get over it and then you got pregnant and he's like oh i'm struggling
0: Okay. So you know, like maybe he thought, okay, I can move past. And now, and now he's, he's like, can't. fuck I can't. Yeah. Um I would say counseling because you're about to bring a baby in this world. And sure. I don't think um I don't think there's a oh, he needs to just like you guys need to break up or no, you guys need to stick together. I think you guys both both need to go to couples counseling. Both be completely honest. Be like, yo, there's been some infidelity on both sides and he's having issues getting over it. Find out what the reason is. Like have the therapist try to dig a little deeper or try to, exp- you know, because sometimes when the therapist says, therapist can say the simplest thing and then it just go, oh, okay, I get it. 100%. You know? So it's like something as as simple as going to some couple counseling might get you guys over the hurdle. yeah flip side maybe it won't it's something he's never gonna but then you'll know right, i think i tried yeah i think i think you have to try to fight for your family but i don't think just making him stay or begging him to stay is the right way to do it i think going through the counseling and getting professional help is the way to go and if it works out great and if it doesn't work out then you're able to move on and then you figure out how to co-parent and and You do it like civilly and you're able to move past it. But living with the, is he going to throw it in my face tomorrow? Is, you know, like, that's not a great way to live at all. So definitely, in my opinion, couples counseling, super important. Do it if you haven't already. You guys need to put in
1: a lot of hours. Yes. To get on the same page. And a lot of communication and honest communication. And try to just give it
0: time yeah but don't give up rebuild i I, definitely wouldn't give up yet i wouldn't give up yeah no not yet i I also i think there comes a point where you need to make a decision are you fighting for something that he truly doesn't want like is he just hurt and he's like scared he's about to become a father like there's a lot of emotions that come along with you're bringing a life into this world you know um so i think you know like Liz said, a lot of communication, honest communication. Sometimes honest communication fucking hurts like shit, but you're honest and you move past it. You you lay it all out and you try to move past it. And I think the help of a of a professional therapist will be the best avenue for you guys.
1: It also sounds like he is has accepted it because you literally said he's accepted the things that he's done, but he feels like a pushover because of it. So he's having issues with the fact that maybe I shouldn't have accepted it. Like, I can't believe she did that to me. But, like, he can move past it, but he feels like a little bitch, probably, because he accepted it.
0: But he did it to her, too. I know. You know? Yeah, you does need couples therapy, for sure. Yeah. And maybe, you know what? Maybe it's like his little... uh, not his little friends. That's so. Silly. Why am I saying little? <laughs> Maybe it's his friends. You know, if anybody is like in his ear, like, why'd you take her back? Why are you okay with her? She cheated on you. Blah, 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 uh-huh. blah. Or he's like you listening know? to a
1: podcast and they like talk about it. And yeah. Like, he like, like feels like fuck. I shouldn't. You yeah.
0: Know? But I think it's worse that he did it after she did it because it was like tit for tat. Like, oh, you did it, I'm gonna do too. Like, his mm. is worse. Like, I mean, they're both not good. Yeah, but I don't feel know like she him did. doing it. She said the things I've done. <sighs> Listen,
1: (laughs) I don't know. Okay, I think couples therapy. I would do it now because babies don't fix things; they make it harder. Yes, and you guys are going to be tested beyond tested. So that's a very common thing, right? People like, oh, have a baby; it'll bring us closer. To say, like, girl, you're you have no idea. You're adding so much more stress, so much more things to your life. Like, no, no, you need to be very solid before you have children. So I would try to you're three, three weeks so you're nearing the end here start going i would assume you're probably gonna go weekly so definitely start now
0: um and try to fix yourselves for that kid and whether that means together or apart yeah but regardless fix yourselves
1: yeah because if he is just constantly gonna make you feel bad about it like yeah what you did was shit but also you don't want to feel like shit about it for every day for the rest of your life. So if he can't get past it, rightfully so, that's on him. You know, like fine if he he deserves to, you know, maybe have his not, own. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Maybe yeah. not feel like he he doesn't have to. You know, like you you fucked up. So he could have the right to be like, I don't want to be around you anymore. Uh, okay, so then, so then, then you go your separate ways because then, yes, what you did was shit, but also you don't deserve to
0: feel that way forever, right? Because everybody makes mistakes. You know, everybody makes and, mistakes.
1: Yeah. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what what I'm talking about. Is that Everybody like a song? feels that way. Hannah Montana. Sometimes I'm in a jam. <laughs> I got to make a plan. Hannah
0: Montana.
1: I saw Hannah Montana when she was Hannah Montana in concert. Wow. Isn't that crazy. That feels like antique now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Miley Cyrus when she was Hannah, Hannah Montana, Montana. <laughs> and changed her wig on the stage. Crazy. <laughs> what oh, a time to gosh. be alive. All right, guys. That was a lot for me. I've had enough. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to send an email, send it over. Agamilpodcast at gmail.com A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com We will not say your name. Just make sure you put in the subject line what you are writing in about and we got you. Thank you guys for all of your kind words. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And thank you for saying that we like make your day and like You like our advice. That's kind of crazy. Isn't it? Sometimes I forget people are listening to, after we hit stop recording. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) So thank you. Um, Have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you all on Thursday. Okay. Okay. Okay, Love love you. you, bye.
0: Bye.